Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cabana Man Dan here. And before I take a dip in the pool, I make sure to listen to the King of Wrestling Podcasts. This is Johnny Swinger, the King of Swing. You're listening to the King of Wrestling podcast, so don't sing it, swing it. This is Tito Santana, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling podcast, number one. Arriba! Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brian Pillman Jr., and you are listening to the Kings of Wrestling podcast. This is Outlander, Sticky Dice, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling podcast. And now your host, Brandon Turner. Yes, I am the host with the most. I am Brandon Turner, and you're listening not just to the best, but the greatest independent wrestling podcast going today. You are listening to King of Wrestling Podcast, and this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Check it out. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code KOWP. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. You're going to need that lawnmower 3.0. I'm telling you right now, my balls are baby clean, and it's all thanks to the lawnmower 3.0. Go get it. I'm telling you, you will not. Go get that performance package. I mean, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code KOWP. So go to manscaped.com right now. Put in that promo code KOWP for 20% off and free shipping. Also, check us out on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KOWP and get you a t-shirt for $19.99. Now, the thing about it is, why not go get it? It's a good-looking shirt. Ask Danny Limelight Rivera. That's right, Danny Limelight, who is on NJPW Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, GCW, and all this other stuff. He's got his own King of Wrestling podcast t-shirt. So make sure you go get it, ProWrestlingTees.com slash KOWP. Also, check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com slash KOWP show. We're uploading content left and right, and we're going to be adding a new level. All right, we got the King's Court. And we're going to go up one. The King's Court's only $3 a month. And you get early access to interviews and an independent wrestling match each and every week. So on Mondays and Saturdays, you're getting content on our Patreon. But that's fixing to change. And we're going to get stuff going at the first of the year. And we're going to add a new level to our Patreon. So make sure you check that out as well. Uh, welcome to the show today. We've got Cabana Man Dan. And he's about to come in. So we're going to get to him in just a minute. And this was a great interview. This actually happened after the collective and not long after that, he caught COVID. But we're going to talk about that before it happened. And thank goodness we hopefully, uh, Cabana Man Dan has recovered from the COVID-19 that my wife has actually got. I'm actually quarantined from her right now. This is going on. But then this coming Friday, around the Indies as well, we're going to talk about that. we got special guest B.A. Tatum from Limitless Wrestling coming on Friday. So make sure you check that out. But... Without any further ado, we're going to get to the wrestling enthusiast, Andrew Hansen, and then we're going to get to Cabana Man Dan, because you're going to have to check out DCW TV tonight. The Hallow Rumble is tonight. You're going to want to check it out and see what's going on, because my pick, Mac Daddy Duds, is on there. Let's see what happens with Mac Daddy. Plus, you got Charles West taking on Brimstone, so go to Diamond Championship Wrestling's Facebook page. Hit that like button, and you can watch it at 6 p.m. Central Time tonight. That's DCW TV. All right, let's go to Andrew Hansen real quick. And then we're going to come back with Cabana Man Dan. Hello, everyone. This is wrestling enthusiast Andrew Hansen. Here to remind you, if you want to see some of the very best in the Gulf Coast independent wrestling scene, if you want to see some of the hardest-hitting action inside a squared circle, then look no further than Diamond Championship Wrestling. When we present DCW TV every Tuesday night, 6 o'clock Central, on the official Diamond Championship Wrestling Facebook page. And welcome to King of Wrestling Podcast, and we got a very special guest with us today. We've got Cabana Man Dan. What's going on? 
Uh, I'm doing well. Just uh, soaking in the in the uh, Halloween festivities after a grueling three to four day trek for the collective in Indianapolis, Indiana. How are y'all? Oh, we're doing good. Doing good, sir. How, how was the collective, man? Because I mean, it looked great. All the events that were going on, it was just it's like the. I mean, it was the greatest thing looking. I wanted to be there, but I couldn't. Oh, man, it was amazing. I had uh, tweeted out earlier tonight that there was um, – I, I got to talk about the For the Culture show uh, Friday night at midnight. That was a show I got to just sit down in the crowd with – I'll just – with wrestlers. Oh, we'll, we'll call them friends because that's what we just enjoyed the show as, is just friends watching wrestling. And, man, that was, that was probably – like, I didn't get to sit and watch, like, every show. But that was one I sat down and paid attention to because that one was a very important show. Um, and uh, you could just tell all the passion, all the joy out of every performer that night. Uh, they just they were just showing off. Now, they were all were showing off. Was that was that the uh, the show where ACH and AJ Gray? Had I them? believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I, I, AJ Gray had a lot of matchups. I know. I was going to say, yeah, he was loaded this weekend. <laughs> but I believe that was it. I think. I think I had. I think I. I think I had to dip out just for a minute on that one. But I watched everything else. You, you would mention the one match. I was like, I'm fuzzy on. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimo, get us started, brother. All right, Commander Man Dan, sir. I got a few little questions for you. Okay. All right. I've been watching you in New South for about a year now. And love you, New South. What, how did you come up with the whole gimmick, the Cabana Man gimmick? Because I know you've been around for, what, at least 10 years now, roughly? Uh, try more like 19. Wow. Okay. I didn't know it was that long. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the Cabana Man Dan gimmick was actually just a, I mean, I don't want to call it like a throwaway name, but it was kind of just a, an idea when I was 14, 15 years old and started backyard wrestling in high school. And uh, I thought it was a cool name. I wanted to be an Islander character, and I thought it rolled off the tongue. It kind of had the three initials like RVD, and he was huge, like you know, at that time. So having a three initial name, Islander, I can see that. So I can is. see that. Yeah, and I like it. I like it. Now, am I assuming right? You have worked for Char before, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually like the main. You know, that, that ties into the main reasons I got into wrestling was uh, was uh, uh, seeing uh, the Chikar founder at a show. Uh, Mike Quackenbush wrestled Amazing Red oh, in wow. 2001, and uh, oh, that had to be a hell of a match. Oh, it was amazing because I, I had been a lifelong fan, but I actually went to that show to meet Shark Boy, and uh, <laughs> oh, I got yes. to meet I got I got to meet him at the Collective for the first time ever. Oh, not the first time ever, but ever since getting into wrestling, I met him when I was 15, and now I'm like 35. So, okay. uh, that that was cool. But uh, I'll say Shark you know, Boy's a name you don't hear a lot about anymore because you know he. He kind of, I don't, he's trained it now mostly for what I've been hearing. Yeah, I mean, he makes he makes appearances uh, a couple times a year now and, you know, gives out stunners. But uh, <laughs> uh, he, he was there. I mean, I got to have my fanboy moment and said, hey, uh, I went and, you know, went to this show specifically to meet you and watch you wrestle because I saw you on the MTV True Life special oh, when I was in high school. And he was like, kind of taken aback that i had like this really long story then i you know i had this had to shoehorn in it's like you're seriously i'm on mount rushmore wrestlers and <laughs> an inspiration to a character like me uh, oh, i could see that i could see that because your character you got that little bit of silliness but that seriousness that sharp boy also has so i could definitely exactly. see that exactly yep. and uh, now um with new south and Oh, then how long have you been working for New South now? It's been a little while, huh? Uh, since 2016, they actually brought me back into independent wrestling. Um, they oh, had you took started, a break. Okay. Yeah, I took six years off from uh, the end of 2010 to uh, June or July 2016. Mm-hmm. And then they started they started running their shows, um, I believe, late 2015. Mm-hmm. And it, starting in early 2016, I started showing up to... You know, hang out with friends because Dump Sanders has been one of my friends for a long time, and they had other people on the roster that I came up with, and now in prominent roles, putting the, the show together. So you want to see, you want to see what your homies are up to? Of course. Uh, they, they of course they put me to work, so I started doing commentary and 
um, helping out with matches and stuff. And then uh, I started getting back in shape, you know, just for the thing, just for the thought of uh, I'll have one more match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, for Win City 2016, uh, John Wayne Murdoch called out. And then Dump called me. He's like, hey, you need to work Christian Hayne this weekend. I was like, I haven't wrestled in six years. He said, oh, you'll be all right. That is isn't I heard a long time. Christian Hayne, wow. So that, that's, that's, that, that was the return. Was, uh, no, I had about a week to prepare for it. I mean, I was, in, I was getting in shape, but I, wasn't, I hadn't wrestled in six years. Now, and, do you mind saying why you took a six-year break? I'm just kind of curious here. Um, I had a my, – well, my last match was in December 2010 against Christian Hayne, and it was one of those, like, we don't know what happened, but two days later I had like a, a severe aggravation to my neck flare up, and it uh, caused my right arm to like not function properly for a while. Oh yeah, I, like, I guess I mean it ended up being not very serious. I don't think because I have mm-hmm. I don't have trouble with it now. Right, but it was a uh, pinch nerve. Okay, so kind of like guess. what happened to Paul Orndorff then back in the day. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it got better. I, had, I mean, it took a lot of therapy. Right, but I didn't have surgery or anything like that, and it doesn't—it doesn't bother me now. Good, I'll say I'm, I didn't notice anything in the ring where you that was bothering you. So wow. Now, like I, I said earlier before we got on, I first became first heard of you through uh, Pro Wrestling Ego over here in Mississippi, and that was what year was that you worked for them? Because I don't remember real well. My 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 date is probably that. probably 2018. Okay, I knew it was fairly recent, it was, and um, it was for the uh, the Great Southern Eight tournament. That's what I'll say. Yeah, you. You represented Alabama, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, so you're based in Alabama then, I'm guessing. Yes, northeast Alabama. Okay, okay. That's almost Georgia, isn't it? That's about an hour away. Okay, okay. So uh, how was your experience working you know, in Mississippi? Had you worked Mississippi before then? or? I don't, I don't think so. I think that was the first time I ever had even visited Mississippi for wrestling. You know, I never, I never had any opportunities come up before. Um, I had talked with them a little bit, but just really couldn't. Really couldn't make it out right on dates, and then that one, that one, you know, I'm I like tournaments, and I like representing my state and anything I can do because I don't think Alabama gets a lot of love. Yeah. So, it sadly doesn't. I'll agree with you there. It sadly doesn't. You know. So I was happy to uh, happy to come over and uh, wrestle Josie Quinn in that tournament. He's a very good wrestler. So that was that's a match I was looking forward to. I was going to ask you, you wrestled. I didn't remember. It's been so long. I said my memory. I, I did. I did just popped up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting older, so you know the memory's the first thing to go. But I saw you there. I was like, man, this that, your characters will call me because you don't see many barefoot wrestlers hardly anymore. No, no, not. I mean, I, the only one I really would work with normally was uh, Dominic Greeny. He just recently started wearing shoes and kick pads. That's right. I forgot he so, used to wrestle barefoot. Yeah, yeah. And it made you stand out. And I'm like, because the first time I was like, this guy's. She's kind of short. I started wrestling. Okay, that doesn't hold him back at all. Because you're what about five ten? I would guess. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I'm like I'm like five three. Really? Yeah. I would not have thought that because they you know they claim Marco's stunts five three, and you're definitely taller than Marco. No, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Marco's probably five five one. Okay, okay. So I would have thought you were taller maybe. than that then. Okay. I haven't stood next to Marco. That's how I figure out Russell's size. I'm 6'3 barefoot, so I stand next to him. I'm like, okay, Luke Hawks is not 6'3 because I'm three inches taller than him. You know, That's how I figure out their heights on that kind well, of right. stuff. Well, you know, you know, you talk about uh, Luke Hawks and height. And we, we, me and you were actually talking about Matt Cross before yeah. uh, before Cabana Man Dan called. And, you know, you, you say he's listed at like 5'8 or whatever, and my yeah. wife is 5'5", five five, and she was taller. <laughs> she was just a little bit taller than him. So that's why I said – Cause I'm six foot. We, we add we add about three or four inches to our build height. Well, so I That's should be. I, hey, I'm hurt. six three then. Oh well, I'm six six then. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with Matt Cross, I was like, I, you know, I knew he was a shorter guy. But I'm standing next to him talking. I'm like, okay, man, I got like almost a foot on you here, sir. But really nice guy. Have you ever actually wrestled Matt Cross? No, I have not. Um, I don't even think I've ever met him. Oh wow, that would be a good match because both y'all. You don't have similar styles, baby. Now it's a nice little kind of styles clash there. Now, since you've been in New South, I know you've held the belt, and you were the Haas champion in 2019, if I'm remembering right. Yes, uh, 2019 Haas winner, and then the uh, won the belt at the uh, anniversary show. Yep. Uh, 2019. Is that belt as big in person as it looks on TV? Because that belt looks oh, huge. It's, it's bigger in person. See, that thing looks huge. That was like the biggest belt I've ever seen. 
<laughs> hey, that's bigger it's, it's, than the world title was. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bigger. It's the biggest independent wrestling championship out there. It has I, to I, be. I, I can definitely say that. It's got to be more than 10 pounds, although I think it looks like it weighs a good 20, 25 pounds. I think well, it's we, huge. Well, we, we say Humongo is a, a hot 30 pounds. <laughs> now, um, you lost the belt to Derek Neal, if I'm remembering right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that. That's understandable. That's <laughs> no, understandable. Now, Derek Neal is a freaking monster. Um, Dude, he is a hoss. He's another hoss. He, he, he reminds he me of a young Terry Gordy. Now. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's fantastic. He should be everywhere. Yes, I mean, I'm just glad he's with New South because uh, he's he's a person that definitely has a good representation in professional wrestling. Oh yeah, for us. That's the thing with New South. Y'all got so many guys and ladies there that should be household names, like you know Brett Ison, you know you, Derek Neal, Tyler Frank. So many of these guys that you know, I'm not hearing anybody talk about them outside of the Southern area. It's like why don't people, more people know about this, especially with you know, New South being on IWTV and having that weekly show now. Well, well, yeah, you, I mean, every bit definitely helps for sure. Well, you know, uh, Dan, me and you were talking when we were, when I asked you to be on the show, you know, and you was you said that uh, the South doesn't get enough res, uh, presentation, you know, or get a look at a lot, you know, and it's true because I mean, if you look at New South, they've been around five years, they've been tearing it up, and there's a, there's a lot of companies in the South that does not get no any any recognition. And I think that there's a lot of great wrestlers around here. Oh, there is. And I, uh, I totally agree. I mean, I don't know what it is. I know, I know. Whenever at any point in indie, indie wrestling, like hotbeds are your northeast yep. areas, you know, New Jersey areas. I mean, that's you know where, where you know Ring of Honor and Beyond Wrestling, GCW, Game Changer. Yep. A lot of those are northeast, you know, headquartered companies. Uh, I mean, right now the hotbeds. The Midwest, especially in Indianapolis, because they're the first place to really open up and be a central location for independent wrestling to really come back as safe as possible, um, especially with the collective. I was going to say, Brandon, I mentioned on the episodes recently, you know, Indy, uh, the Midwest is just blown up. That scene is blown up. You, know, you got all, you know, was it you know, St. Louis Anarchy? You got Black Label Pro. You got all the other groups that are finally getting the attention they deserve for quite a while now. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, like when it comes to the South, you know, I mean, all this, all these things tied together with uh, being being a partner with IWTV, it kind mm-hmm. of puts everybody on the same playing field, to where, you know, if you want to watch Beyond, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Black Label Pro, Action Wrestling, New South, Southern Underground Pro, I mean, old episodes of IW Mid South or current stuff from them. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's like probably a hundred promotions on there. And oh, probably least. about 50 of them, you know, putting out content. Oh, at least. I mean, you also got the old NWA Wildside being uploaded, which is some of my favorite stuff to go back yeah, and watch. Yeah, who thought? Yeah. Now, so, we're talking about feds down here in the South. Have you ever heard of Bayou Independent Wrestling? I have not. I'm afraid. Okay, they, they're based in Louisiana, but they also run the town I live in now. And I will be talking to the promoter about bringing you in because, sir, Bayou Independent needs some kind of anime and Dan. We need some flip-flop chops in Bayou well, Independent I, Wrestling. Hey, my promotion is trying to bring in Cabana Man Dan, so don't worry about oh, that. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Um, That'll be nice, too. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, I'm always, I'm always up for, for new places because, I mean, you never know what you run into. You never know who's watching. You yeah, never exactly. know who, you, who you're going to wrestle against. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. Um, it definitely opened up my eyes this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just just who actually could be watching your stuff because it's on IWTV. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was it was just interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't want to like I don't, don't want to like name drop people, but <laughs> you know, people that are like a higher level or two or three higher levels up than me mm-hmm. would recently had recently checked out a match from Action Wrestling against O'Shea Edwards. It was like, hey, that was really good. I ain't oh, met this okay. kid before, and I was like, "Hey, you've been everywhere in the world, and you watched my match. That's it's wild." That's, I was just humbled by that. See, so. Osho's one of those guys we used to watch her regularly in Ego, and you know, he yeah. moved out of the area, and boom, he's starting to blow up. You know, Dude, he's, he's a he's a he's a good buddy of mine, man. We we've we've, we've cried on each other's shoulders a lot about wrestling in the past two years. So that's a weird yeah. image of O'Shea Edwards crying. You just a weird <laughs> image in my head there. And you too, sir. But O'Shea, O'Shea is a big old, a big old I tough guy. a lot in wrestling. Oh, man. 
For you know, usually it's just passionate tears, not that's sadness. Now I've been following your Twitter now for a little while, and you seem to be very, very, very much an animal person. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't really think I would be, and then we just started collecting animals. I'm, uh, I'm while I'm walking my little dog right here. Uh, now I've got a. Uh, Four chickens, uh, two ducks, two dogs, two cats, a beta fish, a hamster. Oh, wow. Uh, I think that's it. I hope that's all. Wow. I'm assuming you must live in a rural area and have chickens and all that, sir. I mean, not really. I mean, I live in the city limits. But Okay. Um, what we did was took a dog pen, and mm-hmm. uh, we had a old playhouse, old plastic mm-hmm. playhouse, and we, we converted it into a chicken coop. Oh, nice. Because at the beginning of you know the COVID pandemic, I got, I got, uh, I'm trying to think of the right terminology. Future endeavored for my job. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I had a lot. Of, I, you know, we we stayed put for a long time. So I did the same. I did the same. I didn't leave the house for like four weeks. So we we you know we did a lot of house projects, gardening, uh, raised raised uh, chicks and duck ducklings. Oh, uh, nice. That whole thing. So now I've got like. More eggs than I can even eat, and I eat a lot of <laughs> eggs. Oh yeah, gotta so, have that perfect chicken and yeah. chicken and duck eggs. I eat them both. I've never had duck eggs. I've had chicken. I've never had duck eggs. I need to try them. No, they're they're fine. Um, they taste just like chicken eggs. It's, the the yolk is a lot bigger, mm-hmm. and the flavor is a little bit more pronounced. So I can't just eat straight duck eggs because it's like too eggy flavored. Uh-huh. You gotta add a little but something to it. I have to. Yeah, I just I have to add just other eggs to it to kind of cut it. Now. I saw you posting this recently. I think it was on Twitter about someplace near you was having a sale on flip flops, <laughs> and you picked up a bunch of flip flops. Oh yeah, Old Navy that had the dollar flip flop weekend or whatever that day once a year. I'll stock oh. up. They're actually not my favorite flip flops, but right. I used to get my flip flops from Hobby Lobby because they uh-huh. were they were durable. They had all sorts of colors, and they just made the loudest chop sounds. But. <laughs> For some reason, I mean, Hobby Lobby just stopped selling my working flops, so I had to settle for Old Navy. So I didn't know if you got a lot of them for work or if this was going to be you sign Cabana Man damn flip-flops at the table, you know? I thought maybe a little bit of both. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I used to have, like, ring-worn flip-flops, and people were kind of like, they're not really uh, enthused about used footwear. Okay, also, but, like, not even ring-worn, you should have you sign your name on them, put them on the table, boom. I kind of like how the Rock and Roll Express gives you that with bandanas, you know. I have done that. Um, I had a uh, fans bring the weapons match at New oh, South, God. and uh, I, I for for like a couple weeks, I was like, all right, weapons are cool, but it'd be really great if everybody bought, brought flip flops. And then we had a moment in the ring. Now I didn't look anywhere the same, but it was like a ECW moment with people throwing flip flops into the ring. Oh, I gotta see this. Which show was this? Cause I have to see this. Oh gosh, this is a, this is an old show now. Um, it might not even be on IWTV. I have to go. I have, I have to put a pin in that and uh, okay, and, and and look it up. It was a it was a older show because I, I was I was tagging with Dump Sanders at that time. Oh wow, okay, yeah. So I'm trying to go back through the back catalog on there, but there's so much to watch, watch on IWTV. I kind of follow behind on the back catalog watching because. The first thing I watched from New South was the 2020 Hoss tournament. And, Ooh, that's man, a good you one. Put, you put in a performance, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I think the first night was like a six-man tag, but then the second night I had Blake Christian. Yes. We were both actually hurt. Really? I, yeah. He, he had tweaked his knee with it with AR Fox the night before. Okay. Yeah. Ankle, I think it was his ankle. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was having problems with my knee, you know, stemming back from October of last year. And uh, it had flared up for whatever reason. I think I, I think I tweaked it at, at a taping or something in oh, Philly. Man. But the thing is, it was like two dudes that were hurt could still put on a heck of a show because they can do it all. Kind of yeah, thing. well, both y'all had a damn good match. There's one my father watches a lot of time. He ends up watching the shows with me. And y'all's match stood out to him. He's like, okay, because he saw you know two smaller guys coming. He's like, yeah, he's more. He grew up on you know, Gulf Coast '60s era wrestling, so you know, big guys. He's right. Like, After that, anytime a new South Show comes out, he goes, Commander Man Dan on there. Yes, he is there. Okay, I'm going to watch that match. He loves you to death, sir. He loves you well, to I, death. I appreciate it. And it was just a, it was just a good match, you know. And then, you know, a little inside baseball. Someone was posting on the, online that knew that Christian was hurt. And it was like, 
Dane could still like take care of this guy and have a great match and make sure he doesn't get hurt any worse. And I was right. like, that's just you know be cons- being considered like a consummate pro in the ring and adapting to whatever. I mean, that's just that's just the experience and you know it's like I'm hurt, he's hurt, but we're, we're, let's just make this match work. And we did. And y'all did. Y'all did. That was oh one of the better God. matches on that show. He's such a good kid, too. He's going to be a big deal. Oh, I've been watching him on uh, NJPW Strong, and he's just been tearing it up, man. He really has. Yeah, and he's, he's come, he's come uh, a long way, like, pretty quick. Because I met yeah. him the first time, January 2019. Oh, wow. And I don't think he had really been blowing up yet, you know. Right. And I didn't know who he was at the time. I was working at... Uh, we were both doing extra work for WWE, mm-hmm. and uh, he had had a practice match earlier before SmackDown with another young guy, and uh, it, was, it was there was something there. Um, it was cool. It was cool seeing him before everybody, anybody knew who he was. He's one of those. He's on the list like you are. If I see y'all's name on a card, you know I'm gonna end up watching at least that match. Well, it, exactly have here. Seen, have you checked him and uh, Adam Priest out? That yes, was a good match. I have seen oh, that. Yes. That was a great match. Let me let me get into some New South real quick. Just a second. Okay. What do you think of this new show on IWTV Action Clash, and how did this all come about? Well, I mean, it's it's really like a, a dump Sanders vision was like. He, he... With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's always wanted to produce a weekly product and not just like have matches on in a gym you know he wants he wants us to put together a show where we have the backstage stuff we have the interviews we have the stories we have the characters you know he just he wants like a full entertainment wrestling program and uh you know we've always talked about it um and this is before iwtv we just didn't know what to do or you know put it on actual tv or what or youtube or whatever and then um we got on iwtv and then we really started stepping our production values up due to uh, Chris McInnes and mm-hmm. TJ Burks, part of the production team. Um, and then we just started getting getting a lot of love. Like, holy cow! Especially, especially like lately, with when it's a good starting point would be the, the fifth anniversary show, where we had like those epic WrestleMania style video packages to start the show and before the double main event. That was um, another great show. And you know. That 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 was starting to set us apart, and it's like, wow, this is not just an independent wrestling show. This is like a full production, and the idea was like, so can we take these shows? Because we were doing, we're starting to do more and more shows, but not every one of them really are supposed to feel like a pay per view feel. You know what I'm saying? Right. So some of them are smaller shows, but they'll have a couple, three marquee matches. It's like instead of having the show just come out once a month and get a lot of people watching it off the bat and, you know, talking about it, and then three or four days later it's over with. What if we had something, you know, easily digestible, just an hour a week, and then that way people were talking about us every week or people were watching us every week. So um, they like what we did. We sent them some pilot episodes, the first three. They liked mm-hmm. it enough and granted us access uh, Tuesday nights at 7 Central on IWTV. And I'll, I'll say this too, man. That match, but I mean, and we've, and on here on the QRS and podcast, we're covering Action Clash each and every Friday yep. on Around the Indies. I know, I listened, I appreciated that. Oh, Thank man. you. Thank you for listening, sir. We're really going to dive into it, but I'm going to just say this. Last week, dude, that match between you and Mance Warner was unbelievable. <sighs> I loved it. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, what was it like Thank being you. in there with Mance? Uh, I mean, you know, it, I tried to wrestle him at the beginning. That's not what Mancer signs up for. Nope. <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you see Mancer on the card, it's going to be a fight, and that's what he that's what he wanted to do. And uh, he's the guest, so I was going to let him do what he wants to do. So we we had a fight. And it, oh, that was great, especially when y'all spilled on the audience over there by yeah. Conrad Thompson. 
You should have chopped Conrad a few more times, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Get a better, okay. get a better mortgage rate, you know, chop him a few times. I don't know. Make it worse. I don't know. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Conrad would probably love it if you chopped it. He well, used to get some chops from Flair every once in a while. <laughs> that, that was a nice surprise. I knew, we knew that they were there, mm-hmm. but we, we didn't tell them it was coming over. <laughs> <laughs> I, fig- I figured that just with that Motley crew sitting in over there in the VIP section, they'd be all in on it because it's just a fun. They've, they've been drinking and eating wings and stuff all night. They'd be down for it. And I love that venue y'all were at, man. I love that. Y'all had a uh, show there, what, back in July, maybe, I think it was? We, well, we, the Furniture Factory is like an outdoor bar and grill mm-hmm. uh, in Huntsville. It's, it's a great. Uh, if the weather's right and the season's right, uh, we had to cancel our taping there this Sunday. And the hurricane, just, huh? Yep, yep. It was, just, it was just a rainy mess. Yep. So now we had to go and move everything from the to the October 17th show in Hansville, Alabama. So now we have 15 matches, so... We're one of those indies now. <laughs> hey, it couldn't get anything worse than USA Pro when they'd have a six-hour show up in, right outside of New York back in the day. Uh, you had the new Dynamite Kid and the, the Trekkie and all them wrestling. Trust me, I've watched some of them shows like, oh, yeah, it's a six-hour show. Well, hopefully ours doesn't go that long. But we just have, you know, we have an obligation to IWTV and our fans that, you know, we miss the show, but we got to make it up. And, you know, you know, wrestling got to do it bigger and better. Oh, of course. Uh, the indie I mentioned earlier, by Independent Wrestling, they had to cancel their show this past Saturday because of the hurricane. It was mm-hmm. coming out on the 30th, and the promoter's trying to make it even bigger than it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy that we still were able to get someone like Effie on the card. And uh, If they announce who Effie's facing yet, because oh, I'm yeah, a huge Effie fan. He's wrestling Kung Fu Donnie Janela for the Humongold. Oh, for the that's, oh that's wow. That's one of marquee matches that night, and... And I'll go ahead and say, because it, it, got, it got broken out tonight, that Donnie will be defending, well, the, let's just say not Donnie, but the new South Heavyweight Championship will be defended twice on that night with F, against Effie and then a standout out of the Mid-Atlantic area, Logan Easton LaRue. Oh, oh yes. nice. So that was, that's, that's, a, that's a treat, because he, he, he doesn't wrestle in the South. Right. Um, so... And he was he was a standout guy from the Nova Pro era, and he was probably right. the one affected the most by that show closing because he was like their franchise guy. And, uh, and Nova Pro was good from what I've heard, but I haven't got to see a lot of footage. I mean, it kind of shot up there, was burning bright, then you know, what happened happened. Yeah, that's what happens when ha- most of the roster doesn't get paid, including myself. Yes. But no. that's another. I day. didn't. I wasn't going to mention that, but I heard yeah. about that. Yes, sir. <laughs> there's there's a lot more that I don't know anything about, so I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> right. I enjoyed right, I my time there, and my currency in wrestling doesn't always reflect on money. It gave right. me cool stuff to do all the time, so I like cool stuff. Oh, yeah. You, definitely, definitely. And you was also in another main event on Action Clash that I really liked was the Jaden Newman. Man, that kid's got some yeah. very good potential. He is a very good kid. He's he's a, he's a grizzled young vet. He's 22. He's already been wrestling for seven years. Wow. Wow. Uh, promotes his own show twice a month in Chattanooga called TWE. Oh, I've heard, I heard of it. TWE. Yes. Total that's, yeah, explosion. Yeah. Yep, that's him. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. So, you know, he's been killing it for in sub, uh, action, scenic city. So it, it was a real treat to get him in the New South. And he, he obviously, like, made a big impact. Um, he's getting good matches. He's getting, had had a match with me. And I mean, how, how much bigger can you get? <laughs> but no, I mean, I loved it. I mean, he, we got to wrestle the style that I truly like, and that's more of a technical based style, right? Uh, more elegant, and then a little sprinkle in of like lucha libre, uh, ends combinations, and like that, that finish at the end with the uh, with the uh, <clears throat> avalanche uh, volcano bomb off the top. You know, something I've never even done before. And I was like, it I'm doing it's it. looked like you've been doing it for a while because it looked great, sir. Nope. First time I pulled it out, thought I was going to wow. die. Wow. I had a feeling you were a little bit of a Lucha fan by watching you. I'm a huge Lucha fan. That's probably my favorite style of wrestling still. But Well, it was. It has to do with that uh, Chikara style. It's, it's a hybrid of, of Japanese and um, which is my favorite. And uh, certain dialects of uh, Lucha Libre. Right, with it's a little bit of that world of sport thrown in there. A yep. little touch of that, because I know Quackenbush was a huge world of sport guy. Yep, yep. Let me ask you this, uh, Cabana Man, Dan. New South has got it all. 
they're doing great. They got Action Clash. They got the Top Shift. They got all this good stuff. But you know, there is one thing New South is missing. What's that? Y'all need to go and look up a wrestler by the name of Vladimir Koloff and bring him in. Everybody needs oh, yeah? more Koloff. I'm t- I, I, and Ultimo here will will attest to this. I have put this name in everybody's ear, mm-hmm. and he said to me, I just don't get it. And yeah, I didn't until I saw him live. When you see this guy live, you will get it. He is yeah. the epitome of independent wrestling. To me, is probably one of the top talents around here. And I think he's one of those guys that from when he comes out that curtain until he goes back in, he is on and he knows how to get that crowd to boo the living hell out of him. Well, that's a good thing. Exactly. Brandon, you have to link him to the match from 225. Oh, yeah, I will. Okay. I'll link him to that. But I'm going to just say this, though. That's that's what New South is missing. Other than that, y'all are just about spot on perfect. And we're oh, enjoying yeah. Action Clash. I mean, I'm loving it. Yes. Hey, send, send. Send me, send me something in my DMs. I, I will. Send, send it in. Send it in. But uh, man, I wouldn't mind seeing like Brett Eisen versus Vladimir, Cabana Man Dan versus Vladimir. Hell, Derek Neal versus Vladimir would be a, a big old hoss fight. You, uh, now, you bring up Derek Neal. Now, that to me right there is the epitome of an old school Southern wrestler right there. That's yeah. just badass. I love him. Yeah, especially especially after shows you crack a few cold beers and starts telling old stories oh, man you don't even know what year it is <laughs> it's amazing he, he man I, I, lo- I love him to death and i just want nothing but the best for him because he, he deserves it man he's he brought out the best in me uh donnie janela i think he's gonna i mean I, I know he lost the championship but i think you know if he gets another chance at it and a real run i think it's gonna be something real special He's one of those guys, and another one of those guys that stood out to me when I watched New South. Because he reminds me of the guys I grew up watching, like you know mm-hmm. Dick Murdoch and Terry Gordy, you know guys like that. He's because we don't have that anymore, sadly. You don't have a lot of that around. No, he, he's a, he's a attention to detail and little things guy like me. You know, oh, yeah. it's just not a guy just hitting hitting moves with friends in the ring. You know, he looks like he's an ass beater. <laughs> yes, he comes in there, he wants to kick some ass, and he does, <laughs> and he does. But, like, he, I can't hate him because he comes up to Johnny Cash. That's one of my favorite That's singers. So, well, I'll I'll tell you this else too about New South is I've seen a couple of your tag teams in person. Yeah, but one of my wife's favorite tag teams, like no matter what, is Wasted Generation. And yes, let me tell you something. They came down to one of the promotions here in Mississippi called Lost Start of Wrestling back in January. Now they've been here a couple of times, uh, but. They, this last match that they had with Fly Death, Booker T's boys out of Houston, mm-hmm. was unbelievable. They tore the house down. Out of all the matches that was on the card, you had a five-way ladder match that was great. You had the main event was Gino Medina versus Ray Fury. You oh, had, that sounds good. Yeah, you had all these good matches, but Wasted Generation and Fly Death stole the show. Nice. I, I, they're very... They're very good wrestlers. Um, I think they're criminally underrated. Yes. Um, I think I think once the right people see them, and they get all their attitudes and their behaviors. Not that they're bad kids or anything, but they just get everything in line. Man, they they you know they're they're straight to the moon because they make anybody they work with look like a million bucks, mm-hmm. and their stuff is super crisp. Uh, they can move, they can work any style, and I, I just, I just really love both of them. Kevin Ryan and Sean Christopher, they're, they're a couple of my, couple of my guys, man. And they stand out. They yep. don't, they don't. You get so many teams out there that you know, oh, that's just another Hardy Boys clone, or that's just another. No, they stand out. You know, like okay, because the first time I saw them, I'm like okay, they got an odd look, but they stand out so much. And then I watched them wrestle, and I'm like, oh wow, you know? And, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Well, well, the thing with them too is, and if you watch them do the tandem moves of uh, the double team moves whatever you want to say i mean they absolutely nail them everything they they flow into it so well mm-hmm. and there's a lot of tag teams that do this stuff and you can see the mess ups you can see this with them it's just like fluid motion yeah. perfect yeah it's like a machine you know they remind me of they remind me of when it was bobby Eaton and stan lane in the midnight express that's Hell, how they flew so well yeah. together so they, they, i, I really agree good. I mean, it's just it's like us telling uh, Ultima here, man. We we keep a a tight knit watch on 
New South. We keep in tight knit watch on Limitless Wrestling out of Maine. And yep. I can say this that IWTV is putting on some of the best shows. If, if I had nine ninety five a month to spend and I had the only one choice, it was either IWTV or WWE Network, I'm gonna choose IWTV every time because Oh yeah. That's what I do. I watch it every week. I mean I don't even watch yeah. WWE but maybe once a month and I watch I don't even do that hardly. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. But every week and especially now with Tuesdays, I'm on it Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and just about every weekend that I'm not booked yep. at a show or something. Same thing here. I'm watching at least four to five hours a week on IWTV or WWE Network. My house gets used by my father to watch old wrestling, and I might watch like an NXT takeover every few months. Yeah, same. That's what we did this weekend. Like, uh, we, we went, I woke up and they were watching ECW and all this stuff. Yep. It's, it's, it's cool to be able to go back and do that, but at the same time, when you go. And you can, because to me, this whole podcast right here revolves around independent wrestling. That's this because this is the backbone of professional wrestling is in the independent scene. And a lot of these kids today, they don't understand there's independent wrestling. They think there's just yeah. WWE and AEW. And, oh, it's always been like that. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get independent wrestling to the forefront and try to get people out there to see it. Because you can't turn the TV on without seeing some great talent like yourself. Because I encourage anybody that has not seen the Mance Warner match to go back and check that out anytime. I mean, I'm not talking about just Mance Warner. Okay, I've seen Jaden. When you took on Jaden Newell, that was a good – or Newman, that was a good one. Uh, What about – Derek Neal. Yeah, Derek Neal. What about Dan the Dad, Colin (laughs) Delaney, and Jake Manning match? That one at Black Label Pro, I'm not going to lie. You know, uh, going into this, I was a little skeptical. And then I saw Colin Delaney, and I'm like, this is not Colin Delaney. Yeah. What what happened to Colin Delaney, man? This dude looks like I mean, this dude has went young. I mean, he looks great. Yeah, he's 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 very good and um very underrated too. He's also like, you know, seventeen, eighteen year vet yeah. of independent wrestling. He recently like at Black Level this weekend, he had uh trimmed his sideburns, cut his hair or something, and then wore his ECW gear, the red and black and had his wow. had his ribs taped up. So, he went for the throwback. Oh, man, I have to see that. That sounds great. But, uh, no, man, he's, he's he's great. It's so funny you would mention all those matches, like like the Derek Neal, the Mance Warner, the Jaden Newman, and then the four-way comedy match. It's like, I mean, I was just, like, looking at these matches, and they're all, like, they all have something to give. And it's like, man, this, this is a wide range of matches for somebody. Well, that's the thing I love about you, sir, is you can do any style, yeah. like, you know, Man's warning you get in there and brawl with Derek Neal. You know, that's just going to be an old Southern beatdown. And then with the, the match of Black Label Pro, that was a comedy, a little bit of everything match. And every one of them, you were great in it. Well, thank you. It's just uh, just the experience and, you know, knowing, knowing what you're there to do and knowing who you're working with. and You know, that crowd that's walking in buying the ticket and what they want to see from you. Right. Exactly. And that's what a lot of wrestlers lose track of nowadays. They want to go out there and get their moves in. And it's like, no, you got to. You got to get that crowd behind you, or they're not going to come back. You know, I did. Right. I did forget about one match. I, oh. oh my gosh, I forgot to ask how this was. I mean, even though it was only a minute and forty-eight seconds, uh, what was it like being in there with Nick Gage? <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I thought I was going to die, <laughs> dude. He is. He is like the Undertaker of, of independent he wrestling. He is, man. Yes. <laughs> he is the most over wrestler on the card if he's in it and it's so crazy because this guy's like if you're just like on the outside looking in, this guy's like scary ex-con gangster yes but then if he's i mean most of the time he's a baby face he's coming out and he's like universally loved like wrestlers these days half of them are getting canceled he's the most wholesome guy out of this place yeah he's I, amazing I, um no nah, i mean we he, we're, we're gonna get him in the new south eventually we've tried you know he's got he's got he's got his obligations that come up, but um, when he's healed, I know he's got a bad uh, bad injury right now. I, I saw the match where he got injured. Oh man! Yeah, I heard about that, and they sh- sh- describe what happened. Something with the ring canvas. He took a, mm-hmm. a step and just fell. It's like, oh, you can yeah. tell. Like, okay, that's legit. You can tell. It was good, on see, it was good seeing him this weekend, and you know, I don't know how inside baseball y'all get on this show. Um, but on that Wombat show, you know, you know, they'll have like, like really quick 
squash matches and then they'll bring out they'll do like a promo and then they'll have like a real match later on just kind of like the old school territory day shows right right and like the old he, stuff yeah yeah and he was like he didn't want he didn't want, he didn't want to go out there and just you know make it too quick mm-hmm. because because it, i was the guy he wanted to work with and then after the match it was like all right we gotta have a real match now i was like okay cool yeah. yes sir whatever you say i'm in so. I just I love how much Nick Gage has turned around since you his incident years ago when he got in trouble with the law and all that he's turned everything around and he's just oh man he and he, he watches more matches than you would think because he's out he'll he'll be jumping up and down for you uh, you come to the back and he's just like hey I love what you did out there here's a, here's just a couple things I would think about um, and like you just don't expect that the dude knows his stuff man and you catch him on commentary oh I love know, it. Commentary yes, is the best. Great. Holy he's cow. amazing. So. He is so good I, at I it. I was listening to his commentary at the Beyond Show, and I, I was like, God, I mean, all right, you're injured. Let's just get you on commentary somewhere every weekend. Because, I mean, yeah. just listening to it. I don't great. know if he hopped on commentary for the collective shows. He was there. I don't know I don't know what he was there for, but I don't know. And he's just hanging out. Yeah, maybe just checking it out. You know, he had the bug wanting to come out. I'm sure he did a I little bit of I was hoping it was a surprise, like return. That'd be an amazing. That yeah. would have been nice. That would have been nice. Maybe checking the clusterfuck or something, you know. Yeah. Wow. That, what, a, what a time that was. Well, uh, before we start wrapping up here, this is usually a spot where I'm going to give you the floor if you want to plug whatever you want to plug. You got cookies to sell. You can sell those as well. <laughs> the floor is yours, man. Well, um, I've got uh, a nice collection of shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cabana Man Dan. Um, I've got uh, pins. New, i got a couple of new South pins left. i got some Chicken Man Dan pins. i got way too many of those. <laughs> Hit me up on social media at Cabana Man Dan on Twitter. Cabana.Man.Dan on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as anything really coming up, I mean, I, I'll be returning to rest, uh, Action Wrestling in Georgia. November and December with the dates coming soon. Um, you can catch me on New South uh, or catch New South Weekly on IWTV on Tuesday nights. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows where you'll see me pop up next? You know, y'all were talking about uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, you know. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the itch to, to really just get out there again like 2019 was, you know, just hit the roads. You know, I, I love this road trip. You know, I'd love to bring carloads of New South guys down. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're forced to Janie Carr, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to tell the data runs BIW to get in touch with you on Twitter because we need some yeah. man to man Dan and BIW. Yeah. There's yeah. Any guys yeah. there you would match up great with, like Barrett Brown. Who I'm sure you've heard of Barrett Brown. Why is it? That name sounds familiar. For sure. He's worked, uh, he's worked some news, uh, New Japan strong shows. And he's been all over the place for about yeah, the past I, 10 I years now. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Sounds sounds great. Well, Cabana Man Dan. Can't wait to beat him. <laughs> I, I really, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I really do. Yes, yes thank yeah, you so yeah. much. I, I had a blast. I mean, I can just ramble on and on and on. <laughs> Same with us. Uh, you know, just just as yeah. just having just the origin story and doing it for so long. You know, there's always something to talk about. I used to have to get two or three episodes in before you really get a full picture of everything. You know? Well, you're more than welcome on here anytime you want to come back. Because I, what I want to do is, since I, I don't know if you, know, you listen to the show around the Indies and how we cover New South and stuff, we like to bring people that's going on in current storylines on as well and talk to them and, you know, give the listeners more of a vibe and more of a chance to, you know, hey, maybe I'll check it out on IWTV. This is kind yeah, of interesting. Yeah. So that's what we, that's I, what we try I, to I'll do. Start- I'll slide in your DMs with some guys I think you should talk to. I think it would be really good. That'll work, man. I mean, we're always open to everything. Uh, and I, but like I said, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Man, I got to thank Cabana Man Dan for coming on and doing that, man. It was a great interview. As you saw, he was on his way back from the collective. We got to hear him talk about the collective and some other stuff as well. Great, great interview, man. You got to check it out. This coming Friday, we're going to be talking on Around the Indies. We're going to be talking to B.A. Tatum from Limitless Wrestling, which is it's another good one, another great one. So make sure you check that out as well uh, this Friday. Uh, Ultimo Gallows will be back with me Friday, and we're going to just we're going to tear up the airwaves with Around the Indies. And we got some other stuff coming up. 
<clears throat> and I mean, I just I enjoyed this show. So we'll see what happens this coming Friday on Around the Indies, and this coming Friday on Around the Indies, I will reveal who's next Tuesday's guest. That's right, because I haven't said anything about next Tuesday's guest, right? I'll say something about it Friday on Around the Indies. Make sure you tune in for that as well. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating and review. It helps us, and it helps independent wrestling. Also, remember, if you want to help support King of Wrestling Podcast, or you want to just be a part of the King of Wrestling po- uh, Podcast process, because on Patreon, you can. You can give me your nominations for stuff, and we will definitely take care of it. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash show. Also, check us out at Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KOWP. $19.99, you can get your official King of Wrestling Podcast t-shirt. I mean, them are damn good-looking shirts. Thanks to Pro Wrestling Tees, so make sure you go there and check that out as well. Social media is our KOWP show on Twitter and King of Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Hit the like button on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. I want to thank everybody for joining us today and everybody that has supported King of Wrestling Podcast as we move on into coming up 2021 wow can you believe that i mean it's about time 2020 gets over with anyway right i mean i don't think anybody disagrees with me i've had a lot of stuff go on in 2020 along with everybody else as well so i can't say i i had the worst of it i mean i think anybody's lived in 2020's had the worst but it's just you know things can always be worse and i always try to look at the bright side of stuff so we're going to come out of 2020 and go into 2021. We're going to try to make King Wrestling Podcast the stuff. So if you want to help, like I said, if you want to help support us, just go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash KWP show. And then check us out on Pro Wrestling Tees at prowrestlingtees.com slash KWP. I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. And we will be back Friday with Around the Indies, which is going to be a very good interesting show as well. So make sure you tune in. This coming Friday to Around the Indies. We'll see you Friday. This has been an Audio Zoo production. What you think, Enzo?